Episode 40, Wanting to Prepare to Win. Welcome to the Succession Secrets Podcast, where you can grow, groom, and graduate from your business in just seven minutes a day. And now, here is your host, Steve Prada. Welcome back, Succession Seekers. I'm sitting in a beautiful sunset in Richmond. The sun is going down. It's late in the evening, just past eight o'clock. And I'm running to a late meeting tonight with the community where we live. But uh, before that, I'd like to share with you some thoughts about wanting to prepare to win. And I had a discussion today with a CEO friend, and we were basically discussing why people get to do things, the hard things in business, and why they want to progress and get to the next level and and get the promotion and and grow the business and be better and create a good product and and provide a superior service. And basically, we had a disagreement because I told him that I really believed that it is the desire that really drives people to do that. It has to be an intrinsic desire in people, and there's no way to pressure them to do to any of these things. Maybe to some extent, yes, but really to create uh, significant results, they have to have the inner desire. And he felt that it wasn't desire because everyone has the desire. Everyone wants a bigger job, bigger salary and a bigger status and prestige and everything that comes with uh, being in a bigger position. So he felt that desire is what wasn't the, uh, the differentiating factor. And it turned out that it was semantics that we disagreed on because the desire that I meant was the intrinsic desire to actually do the things that lead to the success. And he felt that the desire was really that outer manifestation of success. So I remembered a quote from Bobby Knight, who is a Hall of Fame basketball coach, and he coached the Dream Team in 1984 when they first played the Olympics and and won the Olympics in LA. And he said that, and I will quote here, he said that the key is not the will to win. Everybody has that. The key is the will to prepare to win. And that was really the difference between how we saw things. So when I meant desire, I meant the will to actually do the work to get the result. And he felt that it it was the will to get the result. But it doesn't matter. The point is that there has to be desire there. And this desire has to be driven by by something. And, And what drives the desire can be very different things. I mean, it can be someone models good behavior and that creates a desire. I remember when I started working for KPMG in London, I had a flatmate uh, called Peter, and he was very driven and very ambitious. And I I wasn't as nearly ambitious as he was, and basically it rubbed off on me, his ambition. And and I started working hard. I started staying longer, and, and, uh, you know, I started dressing like a successful uh, banker and uh, an accountant. And uh, basically it rubbed off on me. So the modeling, he modeled the desire for me, and, and it impacted me. It can also be restlessness. Some people just cannot sit still and they have to have some kind of challenge in their lives and an adventure and they go after that. That can be a great uh, driver desire. It can be vanity. So some people, they just want the prestige that comes with a big job and, and they see themselves being an important person and the vanity drives their desire. It can be fear of failure. I had another colleague who was really fearful of failure and and he would he would work really super hard 
just not to be proven a failure. And that was kind of a weird desire for me, but it worked for him. He became successful. He progressed. He was also a friend in London and he progressed and he became a CEO of a company and then he ran an investment fund. So that worked for him. Or it can be general frustration. People can be really frustrated with their lot in life and, and they can turn it into turn lemon into lemonade. And they basically, the frustration drives them. We see a lot of entrepreneurs who start very low and then they hit very big because initially they just want to break out of their miserable conditions and then they create the momentum that they just keep riding and riding and riding. And these are the self-made men who become very, very successful. And in some cases, it's kind of zealotry. So there are some people who have this kind of mission. They, I don't mean a corporate mission, but they feel that they have to, they are kind of savior and they have to basically accomplish their vision. And, and sometimes it, it's quite negative. And I don't want to talk politics, but there are some, some politicians who kind of feel that they have some kind of God-given mission that they have to accomplish through, through thick and thin. And sometimes that causes a lot of misery too. So what is important here is that in order for someone to move forward, there has to be this tension of desire, this unfulfilled desire that, that will drive them. And, and the desire can be caused by many things, but the desire has to be there. Because if there's no desire, there's no performance. And uh, actually, what leadership can do, because this desire is very unique and very individual, but we were discussing also about leadership and this desire, and obviously, maybe one in a hundred people, or maybe two or three in a hundred people, has that desire intrinsically in them, so they're going to be successful no matter what, but leadership can convert many people into desirous people. It can... Essentially, it can have a mass impact on people and can create desire. And this is why a good vision is so important, because it can catalyze people and can create a mass desire in a company for people to be successful. On a small scale, this happened when I was building my own company, MB Partners. It was an investment bank. And back in 2003, when we got first started, we kind of I had this idea that we have to be the best in the country and we have to be better than Deloitte. Deloitte was the market leader at the time. And essentially, I instilled in the team this desire that we have to be Deloitte. We have to be Deloitte. We have to make more deals than Deloitte can make. And, and that was a very galvanizing idea. People kind of liked this idea. Deloitte was obviously the choice employer of choice, at least initially. And... Uh, People who came to work for me, they were they didn't make it to Deloitte. So they kind of had this stone in their shoe that they wanted to prove themselves. So this was a very attractive idea to them to get back to Deloitte and, and beat them in their game, you know. And eventually we did it. In 2007, we closed more deals than Deloitte. And 2008, 2009, we, we closed more deals. They closed some bigger deals than us. But we, we did more deals, basically. And so we accomplished this objective. But... There was this idea, this galvanizing idea, which basically created the desire in the team as a unit to achieve success. So the question of the day for you is, what drives your desire? What is the desire that, and, and if you're listening to this podcast, I'm pretty sure that you have the desire in you. So what drives your desire? I mean, if you're courageous enough, you can respond publicly or not privately. I'm going to keep it secret. But if you want to share with me what drives your desire, I'd really appreciate it. And I'm also looking for more questions. 
So please send me succession-related questions, hashtag AskSuccessionSteve, and you can tweet it to me or you can send it through Instagram or Facebook or direct messaging, whatever works for you. Look forward to it, and don't forget, your succession is success. Thank you for listening to the Succession Secrets Podcast. Make sure you check out SuccessionSecrets.com for archive podcasts and transcripts and IntrepCoaches.com. That's E-N-T-R-E-P Coaches.com to download your free copy of the Your Terms newsletter.